Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaolo podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, brings a relatable perspective to the parable in Matthew 13:3. As humans, we are the soil. Although there is nothing wrong with the soil, there are outside influences which keep the soil from bearing fruit. As we grow in discipleship, our soil will become more fruitful. Want to be seated now. You know, just a, a little explanation about our worship. You know, we really believe when Jesus was speaking to the Samaritan woman, he, he was talking about worship in the spirit. And when we come and we, we sing and we sing the songs. We are trying to all get into the same level because one of the commandments that we have is thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with everything that you have. So when we come and we sing and we dance and we are loud or we are silly, we are all trying to just do what we can to get started. But the main thing it's not just what we do with our body and with our souls, with our emotions, but it's what we are trying to connect our spirits 
with His Spirit. There are moments during our worship that you can just let go of your mind and do like an exercise of your spirit and let your spirit worship. You know, and then if you are baptized with the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues, then you can sing in the Spirit. And you can worship in the Spirit. And that's the moment that we are looking for. Where our spirits are touching the Lord. Amen? Amen. And we bless our children. They went down already. So they have a, a Bible class now. And we bless them. We love our children. Are you guys ready for a word this morning? Yes. I bless this. Lord, Father, we invite you. Let there be a revealing of your will and your desires and your secrets for us. It's amazing when you, you think about that. I, I, I am always amazed of the love of God. The God Almighty, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and He is looking to have a relationship with you and me. You know, and he's always finding ways to reach out to us. John 3.16 says that God so loved the world that he sent his son. You know, not to judge, but to save. And I, I bless that for us because we, we're wrong when we have a, a, an idea of a God that's ready to judge you. He's a God driven to love you and to impart to you, to share with you what he knows. And, you know, I've been in this study of the parables, studying Christ, Jesus Christ, our Messiah, or, you know, the Son of God. It's the Word made flesh. God is so driven to find a relationship with us, with you, that he not only gave you the Bible... And prophets throughout all the generations coming and speaking to you. He also sent his son. The word of God became flesh. Just like you and me. Here, human. Going through the same life. Difficulties. Why? Because he was trying to teach you. A lot of times when we read the parables and I'm being studying the parables, we have this idea that Jesus was trying to hide something. And he was not trying to hide anything. He was just trying to speak to them in the language that they understood. But we don't because we are not living in 2,000 years ago. We are not in the same culture. We're not in the same social structure. We don't understand the lifestyles. But at that time, he was not trying to hide anything. He was trying to speak to them in the level that they could understand. Just like when you speak to a three-year-old, you speak in a language that they understand. Do you understand now? So I bless that for us because it is a, a misconception that we have about God, that God is trying to hide things from us. So what we are saying is like, Father, speak to us today. Yes. Help us to forget all the disillusions that we have had about you because of man's interpretations. 
And we'll probably talk more about that later. Give us ears to hear your word. Give us eyes to see you. I pray that the Lord will open the eyes of your heart. Right? Enlighten the eyes of your heart. Give us eyes. Give a heart to understand your secrets. Give us a willing heart and a spirit to obey and keep your commandments. Look at this. You're going to love this. Psalms 46 to 8. Sacrifice and meal offering you have not desired. My ears you have opened. Burnt offerings and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I come in the scroll of the book. It is written of me. I delight to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. This is a messianic psalm. The messianic prophecy. Speaking about Jesus. Way before he came. And he's saying, My ears you have opened. And that's my prayer this morning. Father, open my ears. Unclog my ears. With all the the things that have been piled up there. All the lies and all the illusions and all the, the things that have accumulated over the years that keep me from hearing you. So this is a good place to start your prayers in the morning. Right? Father, open my ears. Give me ears to hear what you have to speak to me today. And that's always a a reality. God is not going to force you to do anything. Isn't that awesome? I was thinking about that. There is always this option. At the cross, on one side, one of the guys that were crucified with Jesus opened up. The other did not. But I I think that that means that we all have, every day we have an option to open up or to close. To see or not see. To hear or not to hear. So we say, Lord, we, we ask you, give us an ability to understand what you're speaking to us. Amen? So I want to read a parable. And it is a parable that we probably have heard, read many, many times. And you may say, yeah, I I know everything. And I'm I'm saying, I don't. So I keep reading. (laughs) And I keep trying to understand because there is more to understand. Okay, so I'm going to read first in Mark. And the same parable is in Matthew and Luke. And there's... Few differences. Mark 4, 13. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? If you don't understand this parable, you will never understand all the other parables. So I think that this is a good parable to understand, right? So Lord, help us. So I don't know what it says in your Bible or your phone. Usually this is referred to the parable of the sower. But if you really think about it, it has nothing to do with the sower. 
The sower is God. <laughs> and the seed is the word. We know that. And then usually we, we refer to four types of soil. Uh, maybe. <laughs> what I understand more is like four stages of discipleship. Four stages that we all go through. There is only one type of soil, human soil. <laughs> and we're all the same. And we all start the same. We all start lost. And depending on our openness to hear and to obey, we go from one level to another. So I hope this gives you an, a clear better understanding of this parable. Okay? Because that, that's what I said. We always have the option to listen to the word or not. And God is not going to interfere with that. The sower sows the word. These are the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. And when they hear Immediately, Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. So here he's already explaining the parable. I don't want to take too long and read the whole thing. You guys remember the parable, right? The sower goes and throws the seed by the side of the road, the rocky soil, the thorns, and the good soil. And then here is Jesus explaining to the disciples... So the first one is by the side of the road, and Satan comes and takes away the word that has been sown in them. In a similar way, these are the ones on whom the seed was sown on the rocky places. And when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy. Right? These are phases of our walk with God. At one point, it's robbed from you. At one point, you receive with joy, but it's not enough root, not enough moisture, not enough of the water of the word to produce anything. And they have no firm root in themselves, but are only temporary. Then when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones of whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word. But the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. And those are the ones of whom seed was sown on the good soil and they hear the word and accept it and bear fruit. Thirty-six and a hundredfold. And he was saying to them, a lamp is not brought to be under a basket, is it? Or under a bed. It is not brought to be put on the lampstand. For nothing is hidden except to be revealed. Nor has anything been secret, but that it would come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he was saying to them, take care what you listen to. And I want to highlight this because in Luke it's a little different. 
Take care what you listen to. By your standard of measure, it will be measured to you, and more will be given you besides. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and whoever does not have, even what he has, shall be taken away from him. So what is the point here? If we understand this parable, we understand all the parables. That's what Jesus said. So what we need to understand here is that, oh my God, I think I'm a bad soil. No, nobody's a bad soil. Each little soil has the option to go through the stages of discipleship. Okay? Look at this. Luke 8, 18. So take care how you listen. Not what you listen, how you listen. For whoever has to him more shall be given. And whoever does not have even what he thinks he has shall be taken away from him. Do you understand? So this is going like from, from the path by, by the road to the good soil. Depending on how you hear it, more will be given to you. That should remove any sense of, oh yeah, God chose me to be a bad soil. God chose me to have thorns in my life. No, it's all related to how I respond to the word. You know, if I open up, it doesn't matter if I'm dying with Jesus on the cross, I'm going to be with him in paradise. Does it make sense? But if I close my heart, I have no chance. But the salvation is open for everyone. And God did not choose one for a little bit of salvation and one for a little more salvation. It all depends on my response to him. Is that okay? So I bless us because I want us to not be passive. When we hear the word, that's what he's saying here. So take care how you listen. Because when you listen to something, you have to respond accordingly. If you want to receive more. Amen? So I'm going to read Luke 8, verse 10. And and it's fun to compare a little bit. We have time, right? A little bit. I'm going to go fast. Luke 8, 10. And he said, To you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is in parables. So that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Again, Father, open my ears. I don't want to be among those that see, and while seeing they cannot see. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Those beside the road are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their heart so that they will not believe and be saved. So this is what the Lord was speaking to me. What is the road? The road is the world. The road is where everybody goes. You know, there's a lot of information, a lot of voices, a lot of influences, a lot of cultures. If you're in the world... It's easy for you to be robbed. 
If, if you continue immersed on the road, if you do not kind of isolate yourself and create a little hedge, a fence, that seed will not have a chance. Right? So we always start on the road. We're all part of this world. And God is saying, okay, here, it doesn't matter if you're on the road. Here's the word. Here's the seed. Now, what are you going to do with this word, with the seed? You should protect it. You should isolate yourself a little bit. So there's not that much traffic. (laughs) You know, that much trampling on top of you. It says in one of the verses, in, in a, talks about the birds of the air. And what is, are the birds of the air? They're the spirits of the world that come and snatch the word from you. Are you guys ready for the next one? Those on the rocky soil are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. They are good soil. By the road is good soil, potential soil. The rocky soil is good soil. The only problem is there is not enough room for the water to be retained because the rocks cannot retain the water. So what you need to do, you need to get rid of the rocks. A lot of times we have things that are more important for us than the word. And then we do not allow the water of the word to penetrate. So what you need to do with that rocky soil? Just get rid of the rocks. <laughs> See what's really important and get rid of it. Make room for the water to penetrate. For the water to be retained. They hear the word. They receive the word with joy. See, they are awesome. Don't put down the rocky soil. The rock soil is good. We just need to help them to identify those rocks that are keeping them from allowing the seed to produce a deep root. And these have no firm root. They believe for a while, and in time of temptation, fall away. So we blessed my rocky soil here. Lord, help me to find those rocks, those things that in my heart keep not enable the water to penetrate. The seed fell among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard, and as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. Good soil. The problem is that you have to weed those thorns. You have to get rid of those thorns. So you start by isolating yourself, not being on the road, and then you start removing those rocks. That's the life of the disciple. The levels of discipleship. And then later, there's the repentance. The things that God is going to show you. You need to get rid of this. You need to get rid of that. You have to forgive. You have to forget. There is no 
Lord, like memories <laughs> to choke or walk with God. There's no thorn like bitterness to kill the life in our walk with God. And those are the thorns that he's talking about here. They heard the word and they go on their way. And as they go on their way, they are choked with worries and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the seed in the good soil, these are the ones who have heard the word in an honest and good heart and hold it fast and bear fruit with perseverance. I think that God would not be unfair and unjust to have the fruitfulness of the word depend on just the soil. Right? He's a just, righteous father. But what he is saying here, take care how you listen to this. Watch out what you do with what you hear. Because if I'm telling you, you're on the road, isolate yourself. If you're in rocky soil, get rid of the rocks. If you have thorns, repent and weed out by the root those things that could in the future choke the life of the word in your heart. John seven seventeen. If anyone is willing to do his will, he will know of the teaching. Whether it is of God or whether it, I speak for myself. And that to me is the key of this parable. I have to be willing to do his will. Then he's going to allow me to go from one level to another. Then the understanding will come. The death will come. The roots are going to grow deeper. And as I listen to the word, I'm going to be able to identify where am I on the side of the road too much. Where this culture is trampling on this little plant that's growing. Then I'm going to understand what are the rocks that I need to get rid of. And I'm going to understand what are the thorns. I was looking for this and the four stages of discipleship. By the road you're trampled underfoot. The birds of the air come and take the seed away. The rocky soil, the roots grow but cannot go deep. No moisture. Ezekiel 33, 30 says, But as for you, son of man, your fellow citizens who talk about you by the walls, and they say to each other, Come now and hear what the message is which comes forth from the Lord. Lord, enable us to hear the message that you're bringing to us. Numbers 33.55 says, This is God giving instruction to the sons of Israel to go take over the land. He said, If you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come about that those whom you let remain, 
of them will become as pricks in your eyes and as thorns in your side. And they will trouble you in the land in which you live. Do you see under, understand that, that many of the thorns choking are the, the things that God told you to get rid of? The enemies, the idols, the things that they to, he told the people of Israel, go and get rid of them. What are the things in my life that God told me, get rid of this? Get rid of this. Maybe if I'm not listening to the Holy Spirit, He's sending this person here just casually saying, Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Oh my God, I should be doing that. And those are the little thorns. The little things that we hear, but we don't do. That come later and choke. John 8, 31 to finish. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed in him, If you continue in my word, then you're truly disciples of mine. And you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I bless that for us. If you continue in my word, you're truly a disciple of mine. In James it says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. And God will not put you down, but he will give it to you. But be careful how you listen to this. Because when you hear, you become responsible. And you become responsible to obey. (laughs) To keep the word means to obey the word. Psalms 25, 14. The secret of the Lord is for those who fear him. And he will make them know his covenant. I hope this brings a new understanding for you as it did for me of this parable. You know, a lot of times you, you talk to somebody, they probably came from another country, or you kind of have an understanding, and you think you know that person. But when you really understand the culture, where they came from, then you really start understanding that person. And I think that that's what I'm looking for. Lord, give me, enable me to understand the words of Jesus by understanding who he was, where he came from. And that's what we're looking in this study of the parables, that the word is going to open up for us, and we're going to be able to understand exactly what he was trying to speak to that generation. He was raising disciples, and he was speaking to the disciples, like, if you understand this parable, you can understand all the other parables. There's a process that you're going to go through. There's a process of discipleship that you're going to grow. And you're going to start as this type of soil. But I want you to finish as this type of soil. Amen? Amen. We bless this word for our hearts in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen? You guys want to stand up?
Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.